Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is the 9th of August. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. And reporting season, I'll add that one on there. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Annette and uh, Nadine here with you. And good to be here as we start this week. We're just both mulling over this absolutely flat finish for the ASX. Yeah, we were we were upbeat all day. The the banks were doing well. Miners maybe not so much. And so we were digesting, obviously, the news from the from the uh, non-farm payrolls and, and reporting season, we thought, yeah, we have an up day, but we blinked and missed it. <laughs> well, yeah, and really I'm looking at the sectors. By the end of it, all sectors except for utilities, barely, healthcare, barely, I mean marginally in positive territory, were weaker or flat. So it was the financials yeah. that did really, really well today. Boy, that Suncorp result got a great response. Suncorp up by 7.8%. That dragged IAG, QBE Yeah, it looked along you with at it. the top five and I thought, hang on, there's your checklist of all the insurers right there. Well, I was um, started the day by chatting about that Suncorp result with Henry Jennings and he said it was the, tri- the trifecta that <laughs> investors love. Special divvy, increased dividend, share buyback. I mean, what's there not cash, to love in that? Cash, 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 cash. And, and, and a good business model. Yeah, and I, and I had a chat with uh, Steve Johnston, who is the CEO of Suncorp, just after the market closed. Look, he was pretty chuffed, you've got to say. He is still saying that there needs to be some regulation, not just for some of the new fintech plays, but also in terms of capital requirements for regionals versus the big banks. So there mm. is some stuff in there. And also talked about um, really the work that is still left to be done in the cost-to-income ratio. But, I mean, strategically... Things are clearly going well. It's sure. And I think the insurance sector, of course, takes a battering when you have bushfires and floods. And I think that drawdown has really moderated in recent months. So that's a bit of a breather for the industry as well. And people staying home off the roads, all the rest of it. That's right. You can't crash your car if you don't leave the house. did ask him about competition in the banking space with that massive buy by NAB of yeah. City's consumer business, 1.2 bill. That was the sound of jaws hitting the floor because literally the 30th of July, NAB announced a massive share buyback and some were speculating that that might mean that the City deal was off the table. But no, they're, they're double dipping here, um, buying the consumer business and all the customers that come with it. I think we're in for some big capital management plans from CBA come Wednesday. Well, we thought Square and Afterpay was a big deal. Wait till these Aussie, <laughs> wait till these Aussie banks start uh, splashing the cash around. Uh, CBA was the biggest gainer by index points on the market overall. So yeah, Wednesday is when CBA reports. We'll be speaking with the CEO Matt Common in the wake of that. So looking forward to hearing what he has to say. Because I don't know about you, Annette, but it it sounds as if, and even Steve Johnston from SunCorp was saying this. You know, they're they're pretty positive on the ability of the economic snapback this time around as well. 
Yeah, they are. It'll be interesting to see how they go forward. As we know, we have lockdowns and some income compromised households. But by and large, every month with my macro hat on, housing finance is just going great guns up 70, 80% year on year. So they're writing all these loans. And at the same time, the provision for bad and doubtful debts has been scaled right back. So I think dividends, special dividends, share buybacks, everyone's expecting big things from the banks. I was going to get into macro with you, but I'm going to take a pause there because Suncorp, of course, was the stock of the day. So we had Kashi sitting down with Robert Cortlett from Macro Capital and David Novak from Wealthwise Education. Let's hear what they had to say about Suncorp. Certainly reflected uh, in the share price today with that drop of uh, just over six percent. And you know the uh, the cash earnings uh, was up forty two percent, and they announced that special dividend, so forty cents uh, fully frank div plus eight cents uh, special div. So um, you know they 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 across the board. You know they particularly their uh, general insurance and banking was um, was great. I think consensus for the result was nine hundred eighty three million. It came in at one point oh six billion. So that big consensus. Yeah, I, w- I would be switching, actually, to tell you the truth. I'd be switching out of some of the banks into, into Suncorp. Yeah, look, the, the result was fantastic. Um, look, not that surprising, to be fair. We're, we've been very bullish on uh, the general insurance sector for some time now. I, I love the um, on-market buyback. Love the, the fact that they've used that 250 mil there rather than trying to force an acquisition um, or just you know pay it out as um, extra dividends it, it actually works better for if they buy the shares back um, look we wouldn't be buying it at these levels um, despite the fact that you're getting a, a 5.4 percent dividend even if you did buy it at these levels uh, we'd look for some kind of a, a pullback post um, you know the announcement kind of getting out there and people uh, other people taking some of their position off the table well, lots of positivity there, but it is still not going in the Ausbiz portfolio. If you'd like to listen to the full justification for that call, you can do so by watching the entire show or you can listen to the podcast. And excuse me, it's Robert Corlett from Macro Capital. Lots of talking today, Annette. Do you feel like that? Yeah, it is a it's a talky talky day. Um, as you say, we're talking macro. Nothing actually in Australia today, but we walked into that blockbuster non-farm payroll. So the report plus revisions means pretty much consecutive million people jobs report. The unemployment rate absolutely plummeting to five point four percent, and more importantly, wages growth picking up. So we still continue that tip towards taper and we get some more dots next month with we the get FIC. dots next month that could be market moving chris weston from pepperstone was talking about that and we get a lot of speakers so we get bostick and barkin tonight and we're, we're i mean i'm not I'm crystal ball but we're going to get the softening of the grounds for taper well they get this what they've stopped doing is they've stopped trying to talk it down that's the key yeah. difference. They spent most of this year talking it down when we got a strong report. This time they're like the conditions are getting closer. We have US inflation this week. Mm-hmm. That could potentially be the fifth consecutive blockbuster inflation. Again, they're not talking it down. They're just managing expectations. Closer to home, speaking of expectations, the only data we really have is sentiment. And we know where that's going. Business and consumer sentiment for July is going to fall. We just don't know by how much. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, Annette, because 
Look, the NAB business survey is always talked about amongst market participants as being really interesting and obviously important, but it's not usually a market mover. Do you think it could be this time around only if it really surprises to the downside? The What the economists do is they look at confidence versus conditions because you could be like absolutely lacking in confidence, but if you're still hiring, paying wages, your order book is picking up, then it's not so bad. Mm -hmm. But if the conditions collapse, so you're not planning to hire, mm -hmm. you're not paying wages, your order book has dried up, then we will be paying attention to that. So listen here, obviously on Ausbiz, we will break it down mm -hmm. and tell you whether it matters or not. The RBA was fairly positive last week. Do you think too positive? Uh, I don't think too positive. All they're taking is post-lockdown snapbacks have occurred every single time. So history is on their side that we'll get another snapback. It's just that, for example, Jeremy Thought from PwC t today said he doesn't see the same snapback mm -hmm. and therefore that optimism may be a little bit misplaced. Yeah, I had the same type of conversation, mm. I think, with Andrew Tysers from Nomura saying yeah. maybe a bit too rose-coloured, but they are basing it on examples from overseas as well and they That's are right. really banking on the consumer side of the equation coming to the fore you can listen to all the interviews when we name drop we're yes. just a hinting that you can watch them Click on the links. online <laughs> hey but you got to say uh we've got the jolt job report out of the u.s tonight um four percent rise in wage pressures in that non-farm payroll report i mean you get I think the RBA would be salivating over that. Uh, well, our rate is still less than half that. Yeah. So, yeah, that uh, that did pop up in the testimony on Friday. Three hours of it, we spared you the, the gory details there. But obviously, he wants higher wages. Unfortunately, here in Australia, we only get quarterly updates. So we will get an update later this month and we'll be able to chew on that. So we are still in the thick of reporting season. Um, Charter Hall Long Whale REIT was up by close to 3%. Horizon up by one and a quarter percent. Transurban was one of the companies that reported today and suffered off by one and three quarters of percent. And Elmo as well in that tech space down by close to 8%. We'll be speaking with the CEO tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. So we'll try to get to the bottom of that where perhaps some of that future growth may come through. But one thing that we can say about the potential for rising interest rate is that some of those growth stocks could could be feeling a pain. I had a few conversations today that the cyclical value trades back it's on. back again. It's back again. We've as I was dis discussing earlier as well with um, Cameron Harrison. We've had like three mini cycles so yeah. far this yeah. year. So you know, if you miss this boat, you may get another one down the track. But there will be back to growth versus value again. Okay, so it's reporting season tomorrow. It's uh, consumer confidence. It's business confidence. Mm -hmm. Those are the big ones. Uh, interesting to see what happens in terms of commodities through the overnight period as well. That will help dictate trade here tomorrow. Well, we had someone today saying iron ore is back to $200. Yep. So I'm not of that camp, but, you know, that's what makes the market. Yeah, well, uh, just a PS to that Andrew Tysers. I thought it was really interesting, his comments around China. He said he's talking to the China economist Every, Every second day, day pretty <laughs> much. He says, like, you need to... He said, now more than ever, I think, is is uh, from an Australian investment perspective, you need to be watching the Chinese economy. So we will do that. We sure will. All right. Uh, listen, good day today, Annette. I hope you have a good evening, and we'll see uh, you tomorrow. Do it all again tomorrow. See you then. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 